Kurt Erickson with us, the uh, president and CEO, Washington Regional Alcohol Program. Kurt, it is great to talk to you again. Ted, Happy New Year. Thanks for having us on. There are a number of these high-incident holidays that uh, we, we deal with every year, and we're coming up on another big one. Yeah, we just had Christmas, which is a period uh, during the time of year where well over a third, 36% of all traffic deaths, at least in this country, involve drunk drivers. But that figure only climbs on New Year's. It's 40%, so nearly half of all traffic deaths that happen in this country on New Year's involve drunk drivers, meaning that they're 100% preventable. Uh, it, that, that statistic itself, just it, 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 it's sickening and it kind of makes you mad. It, it's, it's uniquely frustrating. I mean, the fact of the matter is that nationally, you know, at any time of the year, uh, roughly a quarter of all traffic deaths still to this day in 2023, soon to be 2024, still involve drunk drivers. We should be able to lick this problem. It's one of those public health issues that doesn't have, you know, um, uh, innate qualities. It doesn't have genetic predispositions. There's not necessarily environmental factors. But here we are again uh, talking about an issue that you and I have talked about for years. Drive sober or get pulled over. Talk about that campaign. Yeah, so that's a campaign that's unique to Virginia. Well, the drive sober, get pulled over is not unique to Virginia in terms of its name. But the deployment of it is very unique in Virginia where it's actually two different things. Um, The drive sober, get pulled over campaign in Virginia, which is 22 years old, um, is both a deployment of law enforcement to identify and apprehend drunk drivers in the Commonwealth. But it's also a public education campaign trying to prevent drunk driving before it starts and targeting that group that's overrepresented in fatal car crashes, route call is a factor, the 21 to 35-year-old male driver, specifically in Virginia. Boy, and, and I know that 21 to 35, that, that's been your target, and for, and, and for, for years you have, you have looked at this, and, and, and unfortunately, we, we still need to keep talking about it. Correct. I mean, any, anybody that's fighting drunk driving is always going to be looking at that target. That's a group that, like I said, it's overrepresented. In fatal car crashes, where alcohol is a factor, it's a group that has the highest BAC level. If you think about it as a bell curve, on top of that bell curve is the 21 to 35-year-old risk-taking driver in terms of blood alcohol concentration. And it's also a group that's provenly resistant to run-of-the-mill PSA campaigns, which is why the Drive Sober Get Pulled Over campaign lately has had an act-like-it theme, which is that if you're old enough to drink, to act like it. All we're trying to get people to do is to plan their safe ride home before they go out. And the Act Like a Campaign is a terrific campaign. It, it shows just how ridiculous this whole thing is. Uh, you know, that, I, I appreciate you saying that because that's actually the intent. I mean, the fact of the matter is that we introduced a man-baby character uh, to show how irresponsible it yeah. is. By the way, that's not, that's not a, a unique observation on our part. We actually do a fair amount of um, quantitative and qualitative research of that young driver audience and we were told by them that they actually thought that drunk driving was inherently responsible. They didn't mind humor um, as a venue by communicating to them. And they also said, look, don't tell us that we're the problem. Tell us how to be part of the solution. So I think the Act Like It campaign is simply saying, look, if you're going to go out, have a great time, just plan your exit strategy, whether it's designating a sober driver, using public transportation, using rideshare, using taxi cabs, spending the night somewhere or whatever it takes to prevent you from getting behind the wheel of a car if you've been drinking. And again, that exit strategy, that is so, so key, and you can avoid a whole lot of, of, of heartache. You can, you can avoid a whole lot of expense by having an exit strategy. 
I think you would just hit the nail on the head. The, the fact of it, you know, the, the laws differ in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, but if you just look in Virginia, that the, the first-time DUI can cost you up to $2,500 in fines, uh, can be up to a year in jail, and having your license taken away for a year. In addition, Virginia is one now of a majority of states that if you do get convicted of a DUI, and again, it doesn't matter whether it's your first or 31st, you're going to have to install these in-car breathalyzer uh, devices in your car, otherwise known as an ignition interlock device that will prevent you or anybody from operating your car. Um, if after you blow into it, you have to be demonstrative that you haven't been drinking. And that's a terrific thing. I have, I have, I have known people that have had to have those. There, besides being a, a hassle for a person to do, it's it's embarrassing to, to have well, to talk and, about and, and that. Yeah, and it, and it can be costly. The fact of the matter is that you're paying that the offender, it's a offender-borne penalty that the costs are borne by the offender. So it's both the installation um, and the monthly monitoring of it is actually borne by the offender. I should also mention the fact that, you know, we mentioned the fines, we mentioned ignition interlock, but really there's been a number of studies about costs of a DUI in Virginia. When you start talking about things outside of fines and, and ignition interlock costs, you start talking about hiring an attorney, insurance rate increases, bail, and so forth, uh, you're talking anywhere between five dollars and $20,000 for a DUI conviction on average, specifically in the Commonwealth. And again, we talk about safety, and we talk about an exit strategy, and, and, and right there, that, that number that you just gave, that, that's why you want to do that. Well, that and the fact that that's the whole thrust of the campaign. I mean, that, that when we talk to our 21 to 35-year-old male drivers, and by the way, in case anybody thinks that I'm being sexist, the fact of the matter is it's still a male-dominated crime. 67% of those convicted of a DUI in Virginia are male drivers. Uh, but 96%, so virtually all of these young drivers find it very important to plan a safe ride home before they go out. The problem is less than half regularly do. It's 44%. So it's closing that gap, bridging that divide that just goes, have a great time, just plan your strategy before you go out. Drunk driving crashes in Virginia, Kurt, are they, where, 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 where do we stand? Are we, do, are we doing better? Yeah, it's a good question. So since the campaign started back in t- 2002, we've seen drunk driving crashes go down by 38%, drunk driving fatalities go down by 23%, and the number of drunk driving injuries annually occurring on Virginia roadways have been virtually cut in half. Those are all great longitudinal benefits of the campaign. But what we've seen specifically last year, and it's somewhat of a microcosm that's happening nationally, is that we started seeing these numbers go back up. So in 2022, just last year, Drunk driving crashes in Virginia went up 2.4%, and really alarming is that drunk driving fatalities went up nearly 11%. And unfortunately, there's not a part of the Commonwealth that's immune from these trends. I mean, drunk driving crashes and injuries are down in Fredericksburg. That's great, and they're fairly stable in King George County. But if you look in Stafford County, drunk driving crashes are up 29%. Drunk driving injuries are up 56%. Um, so, again, nobody's waving a victory flag in a fight against drunk driving yet in Virginia. Will police patrol differently now with this upcoming uh, holiday weekend, Kurt? Yeah, without question. So what was announced this month by Virginia's governor under the drive sober, get pulled over umbrella um, is a deployment of 145 different state and local law enforcement agencies. They're going to be ramping up their efforts to identify and apprehend drunk drivers. How they're doing it is by conducting 646 saturation patrols, 71 checkpoints. This is specifically the last two weeks of December. Um, If you look in Fredericksburg up to Fairfax, we're talking about 28 different agencies that are going to be conducting these efforts. It's specifically 
Uh, they're going to be conducting over 100 individual um, uh, checkpoints, uh, excuse me, 100, over 100 individual saturation patrols and nearly half a dozen sobriety checkpoints, again, as a means of identifying and apprehending drunk drivers. So you, a lot of times, a lot of us, you, you run up on these and just be patient and know that they're there for a reason. I, that's exactly right. That if you've got to go through this, sure, it's a couple minutes of your time. You're going to have an interface with law enforcement and you're going to be on your way. But, you know, so in other words, if you're a safe and sober driver, no concern. If you're an unsafe and unsober driver going through one of these, they are intended to turn your world upside down. Um, these are a really effective means to identify and apprehend drunk drivers. And that's actually less my opinion than it is the, the study done by the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety, uh, Highway Safety that studied the efficacy of sobriety checkpoints and found that if they're done well, they can reduce drunk driving fatalities by as much as 20%. I've been out on some of these and it's it's always interesting because you have the people that, that are that are coming up and I think that know that you know that they they might have an issue here and will get out of line and, and they generally will, will will chase you down. And so if you come up on one of these, like you say, plan on going through it for for a few minutes and don't think you can just turn around and, and, and get out of it. Right. And the saturation patrols, which there's much there's much more of those are specific deployments of law enforcement officers that are doing nothing but looking for impaired drivers on area roadways. And I can tell you that in the Fredericksburg area and the King George County area, Stafford County and so forth, uh, we've got some wonderful law enforcement agencies that are engaged in this effort. Kurt, if you've been doing this for a long time and have, have, been, have been really a face and just a, a wealth of knowledge on, on this, thank you for that because you, you really have, you have poured yourself into this for, for a lot of years. Well, Ted, you're too kind, but we appreciate the public attention on the issue that we give this as well. I think that there is a number of, you know, competing uh, traffic safety issues out there. And I think when sometimes they don't hear about drunk driving, they think, surely we must have won that effort. But as we just talked about, you know, just a couple of minutes ago, when these trends are going back up in Virginia, both drunk driving crashes and fatalities being up, boy, again, nobody's waving the victory flag on drunk driving yet in Virginia. Washington Regional Alcohol Program and, and, and project, uh, you're the project director for, for Drive Sober and Get or Get Pulled Over. If people want more information on this, what's the best way to yeah. do that? So it's really easy. So again, you and I were talking about the campaign theme, Act Like It, and that's the name of the website as well. So it's actlikeit.org. So A-C-T-L-I-K-E-I-T.org, actlikeit.org. It's all part of Virginia's um, Drive Sober, Get Pulled Over campaign. Uh, which is a traffic safety effort by the Virginia Department of Motor Vehicles, which the nonprofit and Virginia-based Washington Regional Alcohol Program serves as the project director of. Kurt, thank you so much. Ted, have a great new year.